0: Hello ladies, the Big Balbozki here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast.
1: They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness.
2: They talking all of this Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Paschery. With me this week are my good friends, Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever, All Systems Go, All Systems Joe. Why can't I get this thing right? <laughs> Just put it in your head. I, I love the nickname. I couldn't even remember what it was last week. Even though you were, you were um, this week I got it, it wrong. I know. I kept talking about it and kept forgetting it. So let me try that again. Actually, let me do the whole thing again, because there's something yes, else because I forgot. Because
0: you, you you forgot your whole name.
2: <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, all right. Take two, and I'm not cutting any of that out. I want everybody to hear that. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mat Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. Ron Paschery Jr. with my good friends, Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever, All Systems Joe, CK Kane Joe Rodermel, <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live. We call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. Uh, we're coming out of the TLC pay per view. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into what are the initial thoughts everyone had of TLC as. An entire show as a whole. Yeah,
0: well, Fink has something to say, so let's <laughs> hear from Fink and we'll be back to you after this short message. <laughs> the following podcast has a rating system in place. If it's a horrible show, it gets a jobber. If the show falls somewhere in the middle, it gets a slumber knocker. And if it is an amazing show, they got still winning on ratings, it will get
1: a showstopper. Alright. Joe, do you wanna take this first? Yeah, I mean I thought it was a pretty solid pay-per-view. a couple matches aside, I thought overall it was it was pretty 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 good jobber. I mean um <laughs> For a jobber it was pretty good. <laughs> Slobber knocker.
2: Yeah. Uh Alo?
0: Well, my my first I, I missed the begin I missed the beginning of the show because I was heading to Eric's. So those are miss, probably your I favorite match. match. Mm-hmm. I missed mm-hmm. the best. First of all, r Truth, and Carmelo stole the show. Mm-hmm. He had the, the loudest pop of the night. There was nothing better than him announcing their vacation was to WWE Studios,
1: which was fantastic. <laughs> Carmelo, Carmelo yeah. didn't know that was coming.
0: Yeah, but the best part was that it's all expense paid mm-hmm. to their headquarters, right? <laughs> to where they work, <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> to their job.
0: <laughs> yes. So I I enjoyed that. And uh, I actually thought that the women's tables match really delivered. I was I, – I was really found myself into that match the, the entire time. Liv Morgan basically almost died out there. That was a rough spot. Uh, Ron's and Ambrose, I think that was that worst match they ever had together. It did not work. I even liked the whole Daniel Bryan-AJ match. And it was, it, uh, it was a traditional – Face versus heel match, Dalen and Cheek to win. He was working a real slow, methodical style. And the main the main event, the TLC for the women's title, I thought that was excellent, and that was no doubt the match of the night. And I like the fact that they did pay off one of the situations from Survivor Series with Ronda and Naya. and actually, actually they paid both off, but one actually. Had something to do with the ending of the of the title match. When I, I like the fact that I did that. And the one thing I really did enjoy was, we talked about Baron Corbin and how bad he is and his charm, of how bad he is. And mm-hmm. they they told that story perfectly because Braun came out in a sling but he, he wasn't ready. And then in a TLC match, there is no disqualification, so he was right. And I'm glad <laughs> that has his up in in that order. So I get the show uh I'll give it a slobber knocker. It was close to a high slobber knocker, but I think that the whole Ronald Ambrose match kind of killed that rating for me. But I did overall enjoy the show.
2: I would go on the low end of a slobber knocker. If there was something between Jabber and slobber knocker, I would use that. But um, just too long. There's no reason for this pay per view to be four hours. There was no reason for it to have this many matches. <laughs> like, it, it was really unnecessary. For it to be that long. And some of the matches I was looking forward to were disappointing. Now, some of the matches I was looking forward to exceeded my expectations. So that's why I'm not going to go lower than a slobber knocker. But it was not an especially good show. But it did have some really good moments. Um, I just don't get why that thing was four hours long. (laughs) There's no reason for it. What for for what? It's not always the size that counts. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, in, in this case, it really didn't most <laughs> of it. <laughs> we could have done without a lot of it. Um, but like to get into some of the specifics from the show, I agree. They started it off with the right thing.
1: Fabulous truth are beloved by the crowd. The right team won. Pretty sure everyone got what they wanted out of this. Our truth <laughs> could be a thirtieth entrant. Right. Um, some comedic. Uh, after, after afterthoughts. Yeah, there was some good comedy
2: in there. Like, the match was fun. Truth and Carmella are both fun to watch. They're both entertaining. I even liked how Carmella was even won over by the trip to Stanford by the time they left. (laughs) Like, she was, like, laughing and smiling by the time they got to the top of the ramp. So I thought they did a good job of starting it off. Um, but we might as well just jump into, Alo said it was his match of the night. It was my match of the night as well. Joseph, what were your thoughts of the Asuka-Charlotte-Becky match, and are you surprised
1: it was officially the main event? No, I'm not surprised it was the main event. I mean, looking over the card, um, all, all else considered, it, I think it has to be. It's kind of the only main title on the line um, for, the, for the pay-per-view, plus arguably the top names right now in wrestling. Um, it delivered, too. Again, like you said, the match of the night. Kind of stole the show. For me, close second was the AJ Styles match, but this one was, was better for me. Yeah, I, I thought it
2: was great. I Match of the night for sure. I take my hat off to all three women that competed in this. I thought they all did a phenomenal job. I thought they all took some risks. And it was, like, believable to me from all three of them. Like It was, like, believable that all three of these women wanted to beat each other, wanted
1: that title, and would do whatever it took. To get it, um, and like I said, going into this, my concern going into this was that that the gimmick of the match would affect the overall flow of the match, and it didn't. Um, no, it they, actually played like a really so good then. part of the match. They had some quality wrestling mixed in with 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 the high high um high spots. Yeah, and the only other thing that I'll say, I do like
2: that they paid off the thing with Ronda coming in and getting involved. We talked about it last week that we wanted to see. Some crossover, so I was glad that they did it. Interesting
1: that she got booed, um, but they did that, and then more interesting for me, they had the man Becky Lynch uh, finally getting someone over on Nia for busting her face and putting her out. Yes, that and that was great that they did that.
2: Um, But what I'm annoyed by is this feeling that they are forcing Charlotte into the Becky and Ronda thing, which they they should not do. Now, maybe I don't I have less of a leg to stand on now because I am truly a casual fan and I am not their diehard, you know, demographic anymore, but it really annoys me the idea that Becky and Ronda should have a high profile WrestleMania match and somehow now Charlotte's going to be involved in it and it's not going to be the two of them. Alo, do you agree that that is what they're doing and it doesn't bother you that they're doing that?
0: I agree, but at the same time, you have to remember that Nia, the Becky injury kind of caused Charlotte to be put into that situation. Not saying that they might not have tried to slide Charlotte into that, into that situation, because remember, the report, the report main event was supposed to be Charlotte versus Ronda. I don't think they expected Becky to just
2: get this hot. Because this was my concern from the second that they had Charlotte do the kendo stick with her match with Ronda. Like, they're just basically having Ron or having Charlotte... Do what Becky did. And now she's a part of it. I get it that that was what they originally wanted to do, Charlotte and Rhonda. But to me, when you have someone who becomes as significant as Becky does, why are you trying to, like, take away from it? Like, Charlotte is not going to be made to look any better by being involved in this. It doesn't make anyone else look better it kind of waters down the match because now it's going to probably be a triple threat. And I really believe that this is a feud between the two of them. It does not need another person. Now, Joey does the fact that they just had a great triple threat TLC match. Are you looking forward to a triple threat between these three at WrestleMania, or would you rather just see a one-on-one match between whoever the raw champion is and whoever the SmackDown champion
1: is? I mean, either way, I, I don't I don't see any issues. I mean, again, a triple threat here, I think, with these three wrestlers would be very compelling stuff. Um, I mean, you, you would think the ultimate payoff down the road would be Ronda Becky one. but throwing Charlotte in there God, it doesn't take anything away from me. I mean, Charlotte is arguably one of the most dynamic wrestlers they have as well, so she kind of adds that element to it. Um, it can kind of distract you from Ronda having to carry the match by herself maybe they don't feel she's ready for that yet. I mean, although her match with Nia was was, was an excellent match, in, in my opinion. I mean, it wasn't the TLC match with the the, the triple threat. It wasn't the AJ Styles-Daniel um, Bryan match, but it was pretty close to that. Um, probably third or fourth best match on the card. Yeah. So, like, here's where
2: it bugs me, and obviously you guys can can give your thoughts. We hear all the time the idea of, like, the... the uh, IWC gets all up in arms about part-timers taking a spot from the full-timers who have, like, earned the right to a certain spot. And, like, to a degree, that does bother me, especially when it's a guy who's way too old to be put in that position and you're just giving us 1998 over and over again, uh, as we saw uh, a few months ago. But what bothers me about this is Becky Lynch didn't necessarily earn the spot that she has through, like, Oh, well, she worked full-time all year. She earned it by being the most interesting thing on the show. She earned it by being great on the show, by being great in the ring, on the microphone, on social media, just eviscerating Ronda at every opportunity that she got. And all Charlotte did was, like, filled in for Becky and they had her assault Ronda with a kendo stick. I don't feel like Charlotte has, like, done anything especially entertaining or interesting. She didn't become the hottest name in wrestling. She's just Charlotte, and they had her do some stuff, and, like, now she's part of it. And Becky did something that no one else has done in 2018, which was go from an afterthought to the most important thing in that company. Am I, am I over – am I getting overly upset about this? Am I right? <laughs> Like what – you don't have to necessarily agree, but like does my point make
1: sense? He's turning it purple.
0: Yeah, you, 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 your point makes sense and so you're not wrong. But this is the thing. Like everything you said about Becky was accurate. But remember, like I said in the last, my last statement, it was always supposed to be Ronda and Charlotte. So they kind of – with Becky getting hurt, they kind of – they got they hand got forced to give a Charlotte versus Ronda – early and like I said when that match happened that match would over deliver which it, which it actually did and if they still want to do that for Wrestlemania because remember this is also supposedly quote unquote supposed to main event the show so and like you said everything you said about Becky is 100% accurate and they understand that and we'll get to how we'll get to we are the authority now we'll get to that in a little bit later <laughs> but I think that I think what Becky Lynch has been doing has become undeniable and you can't like hold that back anymore. Because you try to do you try like remember Becky uh, Becky when Becky turned on Charlotte that was supposed to be a heel turn, but the fans were not booing Becky at all. So they kind of have to like like embrace the love that Becky Lynch has gotten and kind of have to also throw her in there too because the backlash from what from the injury from naya and how disappointed everybody was about the match that happened in survivor series that's a thing too and whenever this match does happen whatever variation we do get whether becky wins the rumble or if we do end up get if we get the one-on-one match or triple threat match the payoff at wrestlemania is going to be earned whenever we do get the match
1: yeah i mean i agree with you a lot with the becky lynch side of it um i just don't agree 100% with the Charlotte side, I don't think she hasn't done anything to earn this position. I think she's done a lot over the past year as far as the Women's Revolution to kind of earn her spot. Um, Becky is the hottest name, and Rhonda is the person that they've kind of latched on to. Mm-hmm. Throwing Charlotte on there doesn't ruin anything from my my standpoint. Yeah. For me,
2: and I guess we could talk about it more in depth, when one, we know that that's what's happening You know, as we get closer to it. For me, it just feels like it takes it takes something away from something that is really important and should be. And maybe it won't. And maybe I'll look back, you know, on this show three months from now and say, "Oh, I was wrong. I was totally wrong. That match was unbelievable." Who's that guy? He's way off base. Right. He was an idiot. Which I very well may be. Um, I don't think you're an idiot, but, though. I think <laughs> you're a very smart person. <laughs> Thank you. But the match was great. Like I. I got more than I expected, and I expected a lot anyway. I'm happy they got to main event. Um, happy that Asuka got a title out of it. I think that
1: that's cool that she got to to be the one celebrating at the yeah, end of the show. She pretty much won the title with the um, Conor Rousey's influence playing the main factor in the Oscar winning.
2: So that's actually something that probably would have bothered me more like last year or two years ago. That she didn't actually like beat them that it took something else allowing her to do it but at this point I feel like she needed something like that so I'm like the fact that she gets to walk out there on SmackDown as the champion
1: was enough for me yeah did it take anything away from her title victory for you? no I mean it kind of played out in the story the next uh, what was it Tuesday night um, when they're kind of complaining that they're not the ones that got beat yada 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 Uh, so I saw that kind of coming but I mean, overall, you have a good match, and you have Oscar finally getting the title. Something that we expected to take place last, uh, last, was a Wrestlemania? Yep. Um, and it kind of, kind of got thrown off. We thought, we thought both Oscar and Shinsuke were going to walk off with titles. That didn't even come to fruition. Yeah. it wasn't even close. <laughs> um, so her getting it now, you know, it's good for her. Uh, give her just some spotlight. And the thing is, you can give Oscar the title, kind of build her up. And these two other women still stay really relevant on the show. So it gives you more storylines, gives you more TV time for the women's. Actually, do you guys think that this may lead to
2: Becky just winning the Rumble and getting the title shot against Asuka for WrestleMania and Charlotte just getting the one-on-one match with Ronda Rousey?
0: Well, see, that, that's the thing. Like, we, we don't know yet because I remember a few weeks ago a she, a rumor a sheet came out and said that it was supposed to be Charlotte and Ronda at, at the Rumble, but nothing's come out about that since. So it's, it's kind of hard to say, but I, you do have to speculate that one of, one of those two is winning the Rumble. And if I had to pick one, I would just pick Becky.
2: It just makes the most sense that that she's in the position of like the person who would win the Rumble. It, it reminds me a lot of like Austin back in the day. Yeah, yeah. like it just that that narrative just fits way too well. Um, and we might as well talk about the other high-profile women's matches. We've talked about Ronda to the extent that we already have Natalia. We, we we might as well do that too once we finish I'll up with other, ho-
1: other high-profile. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, so Ronda and Naya, I think we kind of came to the conclusion that this probably wouldn't live up to their previous match, but I I honestly thought this was really good, and I think Ronda is clearly still. Like, you see her improvement. There was some transitions she made... Yeah. And some counters that she had... That I just thought were really impressive. I thought Nia did a really good job. The touch of... Uh, Rhonda kissing Nia's fist... Right before she put her in the arm bar... I thought it was like a really good touch. Um, I'm... I'm like impressed. I know we talked about it last week. Her not being an attraction anymore. She's just like... Rhonda... Oh, she's just part of Raw. But like... I thought that was a really good and really fun match and a great showing by both of them. Alo, I think you I, – I, I might have asked you, maybe I asked Prep last week, like do you think this lives up to their previous match? And whichever one it was immediately said no.
0: Yeah, it, it was, both, it was, it was <laughs> both, both of you both said it. Because,
2: oh, well, you said there was not the expectation before that there is now. Did yeah, this because, exceed what you expected?
0: No, because a lot of this was a lot, was a lot similar to the uh, – the first match at Money in the Bank is just the fact that this had a finish, and now compared to Money in the Bank, we're not worried about what Ronda's match is going to look like because we've been, we've already been impressed by Ronda. So there's now there's not much more that she can do to really impress us.
2: Um, do either of you have any concerns about like where Nia Jax goes, or do neither do neither of you really care all that much to be concerned about it?
0: I don't really care because she's had her time and uh, she's been in she's been a focal point of the division since WrestleMania. A- actually, all year because she's been in, in key storylines throughout the whole the entire year. So,
2: she's, Enzo she's had, Alexa, yes,
0: Enzo Alexa, <laughs> Ronda. She, she's had, she's had her share of time. Benny. Yes, <laughs> she had her title run. Yeah, so I, I don't mean to sound like an internet guy, but next man up.
1: <laughs> Joey, any concerns from you about Nia? No, or I'm not concerned. Really I mean, I, I feel like right now she's going to kind of fulfill the role of like a big show on on the, in the women's card. Um, we'll see. Time will tell on that. I mean, we got got going to have some new na- names rolling in and kind of other names developing. So we'll see how that help plays out. But no, I'm not concerned.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I'm not either. I mean, she kind of is what she is. She has a very unique look. And style, and I think they will always be enforcer. able. Yeah, they'll always be able to like find a way to utilize that in some way. Even if there's a couple months where she's irrelevant, they'll find a way to bring it back to like back. inject her back in into a story. Um, and the other women's match that we might as well get to while we're on the subject of the women, uh, Natty and Ruby Riot. I believe I was the only one who was like. Who cared about this at all when we talked about it last week? I got totally suckered in by the promo they did the week yeah. before. The, the of it getting kind very of emotional. emotional, yeah. And I thought this match was honestly really good. It, it kind of was exactly what I was hoping it would be. And if anything, and some of you will be happy about this, and Prep will probably be happy to hear this when he listens. It moved this whole thing. Moved Ruby Riot up a notch for me. Like, I've been the lowest on her for the longest time, and I really thought her performance throughout this story was good, and I thought that her performance in the match was good, and obviously it ended with the right person winning. And I'm happy to see that Natty is getting, like, a bump because she obviously had a significant thing happen on Raw the next night. Yeah, she's getting some, she's getting some play out there. Do, how long before Natty turns heel? Oh
0: uh, well, did not them- even
2: need
1: her
0: to? I don't think you need her to. Well, it, it was, an, another rumor was that it was delayed. It's supposed to happen already, but due to her father passing, that they didn't want to turn her heel at that moment. But it's all overdue because I remember I thought I thought she would have turned heel while she was feuding with the Bellas because of the the whole the Bells and Natty with their total divas connection. I thought she would have turned on Ronda back then.
2: Oh, yeah, I definitely thought it would have happened by now. But now that she wins this gauntlet match on Raw and she's the number one contender, like there's now room for some tension between the two of them. Now, Alo, what was it about this that made it better than you expected?
0: Well, first of all, I think the whole Liv Morgan spot early in the match made it for me because. One, like I said at the beginning of the show, she almost died. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Second, she worked. Yeah, that was a that, rough,
2: a rough table spot. Yeah, she definitely almost died. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a hell of a loss because you don't mm-hmm. want to
0: lose that. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and and her like limping on roll was, was a shoot because I'm yeah. sure cause she flew through that table. And the fact that she took out Sarah Logan, so like she kind of she she eliminated each member of the Riot Squad, and that's what kind of got me into the she, match.
1: She beat all three of them essentially.
0: Yeah. And um like I said, it was a, it was a nice back and forth match and I loved how she had the uh the the decal, the decal of Ruby yeah. on her own table. <laughs> I thought that was nice. And then like I said, paying tribute to her father and, and how I,
2: good was I, her like reaction to the crowd, like when people saw what it was, like the way she looked back and yeah. so proud of it. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, even when she put the jacket on, the, the mm-hmm. crowd ate it up. And like you said last week about how that promo kinda of got you invested in that match, and I thought my commentary did a good job. I'm giving Cole
2: <laughs>
0: kudos here, but wow. they did a great. Yeah, no, they gave, <laughs> they did a great job like telling this story because, like you said last week on your end, you got a little choked up watching that a bit. But like I think commentary did a good job telling this story and the little things with the the jacket
2: and the glasses. It made it for me and the, the table with Ruby's uh, decal. On it. And since you gave a compliment to Michael Cole, I'll take this opportunity to say David Otunga sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I because Angel, she asked me, is this uh, – was he famous before he was on I Love New York? And I said, no, he was on a couple of things. And, uh, she's, she's, and I was like, yeah, he used to wrestle too. She's like, he did? I was like, was he good? No. Like, like what, he, what does he do now? Commentary? Is he good? No. Of
1: course not. No. Her, her, her question should actually have been, was Otunga ever famous? In yeah. <laughs> no, he was not. No, 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 it was not. Zero talent. Yeah, it's fun, though. I mean, <laughs> Natty wins this match, and again, I, it's good to see these two in, in the position they're on the card. I mean, I thought Ruby Robert, Riot's always been kind of underutilized. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, she's getting a little more. Maybe she'll, we'll see you swing with that. And then Natalia, probably one of the most influential women on the women's roster. Um, it's good to always see her kind of stay prominent with with a good match. And then, like you said, the push the next night, mm-hmm. um, title shot. Don't think she'll win it, but it's good to see her still right. in the mix. So like a question
2: then, because and we'll get into why when we talk about it a little bit. I purposely didn't watch Raw. Uh, I will be giving you my reasons shortly. But how many how many women did she beat in a gauntlet match on Monday? I know she beat Sasha to finish it. Uh, uh, was, was
0: it a, was it a was it a six or eight woman gauntlet match, Joey? I think, I think it was. It was six.
2: Oh, was it six? For some reason, I thought it was eight. I thought it was six
0: or me. eight. Women. Sasha, yeah,
2: but, Bailey, Ember Moon. Dana
0: Brooke was in it.
2: Dana Brooke. Natty, obviously. Yeah, and Foxy. Okay, so it was six. And how many of the six would you say that she beat? Was it three? Uh, three? I don't remember. So, like, let's say it was three. She overcame three people on Sunday night and then three people on Monday night. So they obviously have put her in, like, a very strong position. I don't know how much, like, the average fan really cares about that, but I'm happy to see it. And... It's cool to see that the stuff the women are doing on both shows, to a certain degree anyway, there is stuff that matters for the women on both shows. And you can't say that necessarily about the men. Yes. And I guess when we're talking about things not going great for the men, I'll start off with Dean and Seth. I think we all thought this would be in contention for Match of the Night. We were all excited about it. And boy, was there no reason to be excited about it. Um, it got a this is boring chant which I don't agree with because like Seth is supposed to be one of your boys guys why (laughs) why is Seth always getting the like the short end of the stick from the crowd
1: that that wants to see him in prominent position so much I think it Matt's just fell on the point of like you said it's a long show and it kind of fell into the lull of the show crowds up so high get uh, dropped down and just does anybody remember yeah. what was right before that or no? I think the WWE title was. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that was a long match. I mean, the, Seth and Dean was over 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't need to be for what they actually did in the match. I don't know. It, it just did. It, it was not what I hoped it was. It was not what anybody hoped it was. I will say this. It did make me happy to see somebody tweeted – that Vince was apparently irate about that match afterwards at the show.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
2: Which, Vince, you deserve it. I'm glad you were upset because there's plenty of stuff on your show that I'm upset about every week. He was irate? That's what they said. He was irate about how the match came across. I think it probably was
1: like it it, it just wasn't what he wanted it to be. It wasn't very good. I don't think it was a bad match by any means. I mean, was it what you expected? No. But, um, I mean, they kind of took the steam out of it. Going into it by putting Seth in a different angle instead of focusing on the match. When they had him kind of confront Baron Corbin, he kind of took the steam out of it. Right. What do you guys think about the Corey Graves, Renee Young
2: <laughs> dynamic over her marriage to Dean Ambrose? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you think this like builds to something or is it just something that they do when he's wrestling?
0: They'll just do it when he's wrestling. I don't think it'll lead to anything. I would love I would love for to like just get mad and slap him one day. (laughs) Commentary. I would love that, but I don't think that's gonna happen.
2: And while you uh, commended Michael Cole for his commentary during the tables match I felt like he cut Renee off like five or six times as she was about to say something during this match. (laughs) Yeah, So, Mrs. Sexy Punakanda then now forever.
1: (laughs) A million times.
2: (laughs) Said it was more like a million times that he cut (laughs) Renee off. It happened a lot.
1: He's the (laughs)
0: rudest.
2: Yeah, I was just sitting there like, why every time she starts to talk, does he just start talking? Every single time. It, It really got to me. I was like, why? It felt like it was personal. It did. It felt like he was doing it. It really did feel like he was doing it on purpose.
0: Well, Cole's not the nicest guy from what we've heard.
2: No. Uh, (laughs) Well, even when Renee got brought up to commentary, he tweeted about it as if, like, this was such an achievement for him. Like, I took this woman (laughs) under my wing. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, the match left a lot to be desired. Uh, Did they do anything with either one of these guys on Raw the next night? Yeah.
1: Yes, some somewhat. still but, uh, still facing off with each other, or they're both. They, he had a match against Tyler Breeze, and um, oh, that's right, I did see. That. It was it wasn't a bad match. Uh, he ended up beating Tyler Breeze, and he kind of was talking garbage. And it turns out Seth was one of the guys wearing the mask, kind of. Oh, okay.
2: So they're still sort of involved with each yeah, other for the time being. Involved. Yeah, in, in some ways, still seeing each other. They are. Yeah. Did. De- Alo, did you think it was boring?
0: Yes. Do you, you, think- you know, you know it's boring when my bestie isn't even, isn't even watching a Dean match.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Are you guys both wearing your matching um, white beaters for the match? Yes. Good. Nice. As you should be. And your your uh, bane coats?
0: I don't have
2: one yet. Okay. But <laughs> is this, I just Is looked, it I on your Christmas at one list? Though. Christmas is I right around at the corner.
0: Right
2: now. <laughs> um. I don't think we need to spend any more time talking about that because clearly nobody really liked it. Um, but the match right before it, as we mentioned, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. I honestly didn't like it, but I that may be more for me about that was about the point when I was like, oh, my God, how long is the show? <laughs> and the match was long. It wasn't really a fast paced match. And I, di- I didn't feel very invested in it. I think I said that on the show last week, like it just didn't. Feel meaningful to me at all and like i noticed that there were points in the match when it's like five minutes must have gone by and i have no idea what even happened so (laughs) did this is it me or was the style of this match not necessarily exciting it wasn't what did you like about this match joseph
1: well, I think it had a lot of different elements. It had some technical elements. It wasn't like a high flying match. Um, I like the way it kind of had the back and forth. There were some, some good transitions and times when you weren't sure exactly who was going to win. And again, I, I mentioned it before going in hand that if we're going to have Danny Bryant win, he should have the clean win. And he kind of had that. So, like, part of it for you, though, was about like there was
2: actual suspense as to who's going to win this match. I don't remember. Part really of know. it. Yeah, part of it. And Ayla, what did you like about it?
0: A lot of the same things like Joey did, like he said, the whole technical aspect of it. I we talked about, well, I talked about earlier how Brian was working like a slow, methodical style, and there was nothing too flashy in this match, other than it, except for stuff from AJ. And like Joe said, like the inside cradle out of nowhere. I thought that was a a nice finish because we've been talking about AJ's got the short the short end of the stick. He's been low blow, God knows how many times this year. <laughs>
2: And it was has good he been s- low blown more times than Renee Young has been interrupted by Michael Cole? Oof. <laughs> Photo finish on that one. Yes, but but continue it? with your thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like like that finish came out of nowhere, and like, <clears throat> like like I said, Brian did a great job working working on a limb. But I, I see your point because when you see these two when you see these two on paper having a match, you would expect. More of a fast-paced match, but it was was way more of a technical aspect on Sunday.
2: Yeah, and two things. So one thing I want to say is a statement. The other thing I want to say is a question for the two of you. So the statement is, I did enjoy that finish. I felt like for the match that they had, for the type of wrestlers these two guys are, I would like to see that sort of a finish more often. Because if the technical wrestling is a part of what they do – Why not have that kind of play into how one guy wins? You know, you don't necessarily need to knock the guy unconscious to pin him or submit him. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just get the better of him. You know, it's just the way it works sometimes. So, yeah, I like that that was part of the match. And the question Mm. is, is this something maybe like a week from now that's worthy of like going back and watching on its own? Not tainted by the fact that I had been watching the show for like two and a half hours before that came on. And feeling like, oh my god, there's at least another hour and a half of this left. I would think you should.
1: Yeah, I think you I, I would too. Just kind of t- pick it apart for what it is. I mean, I always look at Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan as someone who kind of, he can wrestle any style. and He wrestles the style that he thinks best kind of combats his, his opponent's style. Right. Like AJ Styles, fast, high flying. So Daniel's going to be more, keep you, keep you grounded, lock you up. So it's like he's playing like the matchup. Mm-hmm. More so than,
2: up. yeah. All yeah. right, so maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll make it a point to watch it as a standalone.
0: Yeah, because I I watch because I said I missed like the first two hours because I went to Eric's. So I missed. I I I, I came first in two on hours. the. Uh, what did you watch? <laughs> no, I was out. The other two hours. <laughs> yeah. So I was out, and uh, <laughs> so I, I was out. So I got the. I think I got to Eric's during the the Naya Ronda match. And then I watched the rest of it today, and I rewatched the AJ match. And it's a lot better when you're not sitting through four hours
2: straight. Yes,
1: I I will attest to that, that it is always better that way. You definitely have emotional high ups and downs and lulls yourself when you're sitting there watching that much wrestling.
2: Yeah. Uh, So we brought up Corbin earlier. I was happy that they at least paid that off where, like, some of the people that had issues with him – were able to take out their frustrations on him. It's kind of close to the way we saw it going, but it definitely played out a little different with everyone kind of getting involved. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy Baron Corbin coming out and thanking the crowd for the warm welcome, (laughs) which is not what he got. And I think he said something similar the next night, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, when he came out the next night, he was kind of like, okay, okay, I get it, (laughs) like acknowledging that he wasn't receiving a warm welcome. (laughs) But, like, almost, like, I haven't really done anything wrong. Um,
1: so I, I thought that was at least entertaining. Um, Very. It was campy, entertaining, and it kind of gave you the ultimate finish you wanted. Corbin's not in charge anymore. Corbin's not taking advantage of wrestlers anymore. And it was fun the first night. I think maybe the next night they did the kind of same thing on Raw. Overkill on they, Raw. They could have played it out a little differently. It would have been nice to have him see just a regular match with Kurt angle and and him lose. Yeah. Um...
2: Is there anything else that happened on TLC that is worthy of talking about?
0: Um, You did you give your thoughts on r truth?
2: Other than I loved it, (laughs) (laughs) me and we talked about. about I'm happy. I will again though. He's worthy of me mentioning again. I am thrilled that they won because that was a pairing I was dying for when the thing started. Um, I named them the Fabulous Truth before WWE did, so I'm happy about that, (laughs) and I'm thrilled that. He's going to be number 30 in the Rumble. And of course, I love the whole thing with him. be being 30 as well. Yeah. I, and I love the whole thing of him booking a, an all expenses paid trip to his job. And
1: he was super excited. <laughs> all inclusive. Like <laughs> it was going to be in the biggest yeah, surprise. Definitely
2: yeah. Connecticut. And I believe there was one point when, when he said, like, Carmelo was guessing. And she says, like, Barcelona? He's like, no, think bigger. Rome? No, think like tropical and more exotic. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no place.
1: Stanford, Connecticut. There's tropical. no
2: place less tropical or less exotic than Stamford, Connecticut.
1: Like come on, yeah, I, I loved all of uh, it. I mean, you could kind of touch upon the uh, tag team throw throw match.
2: Yeah, that, I did have that in my notes, and my note is like, I don't remember it. It was another match where it, like it ended, out. and I was like, I. Have you ever been in your car driving and like you're like I just got drove for ten minutes. And I don't remember any of it. <laughs> like, you're just zoned out. That's how I was during this match. I watched it. I wasn't even doing anything else. And it was just, like, got to the end. I was like, I have no idea what happened. I mean, I know who won, but that's about it. You just kind of, like, black
1: back in. Black yeah, it's it just, in. like,
2: none of it, like, actually, like, penetrated my brain. It, like, nothing got in there. It was just, like, oh, that happened. And the bar retained. Uh, did it? Did you think it was good? Did it live up to your expectations? Was it, it just was more? It was good, but didn't live up to my expectations. Guys?
1: It wasn't like knock me down. Like I mean, you had these three tag teams in there, and and you expect a lot more from them, but it wasn't bad either. It didn't put me to sleep. I didn't. I didn't black out. He <laughs>
2: didn't black so out like I
1: did. <laughs> um, one thing in there is, I mean, you got the triple threat and it's two, te- two men in there at one time and you always think when they have that situation why is one guy going to tag that other tag team in why right yeah why would South you ever team? do that <laughs> I mean that kind of element kind of let it go it should have been three on three it's one thing if it was like an
2: elimination match when yeah. you you don't want to get tagged in that you're going to avoid getting tagged in but yeah if the whole thing is if you're not in the ring you can't win why would anybody ever tag with someone that's not here? Just make an agreement either. with the team you're in there with to start out. Like, all right, we're not tagging, right? <laughs> just do that. Just, yeah, they're staying out. Halo, any thoughts on the the six man tag?
0: You mean the tag titles?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, similar to you. Uh, it came on, but I just was like, nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you just weren't even invested in it at all.
0: I no. Uh, We'll get to SmackDown, but, like, I was just like, I I can't watch this again. I mean, it's a shame because
2: they're all good. But, yeah, we've seen the song and dance before. And one thing I will say, I do love the the reaction that the Usos get. Because Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started really getting back into WWE again, and the Usos were kind of – it felt like the crowd was just not into them. When they had the kind of flashy paint and everything – and I, I remember feeling like that, like the crowd is not into these guys. So I'm really happy that they kind of had... They definitely are now. Was there a time before that point, because I'm talking like 2013-14 right now, was there a time before then when they were really popular
1: and then got less popular, or were they always kind of like, meh? There was no, they,
0: they were pretty popular.
1: Yeah, there was a time they were popular, and they kind of leveled out and then just kind of went into nothing... Is like the last year or so the most popular they've been, or not Not really?
0: But when they turned heel,
1: that was the most popular they've been. Their gimmick change really kind of pulled them up. Mm-hmm. Um, they were good this match, too. They had a segment in, in, the, in the match where they just super-kicked everything. It was fun. <laughs> oh, and by the way,
2: last thing I want to say about this. I did make it a point to watch the rap battle. And oh, you did. Unfortunately, Sheamus and Cesaro... It wasn't quite as funny as I thought it was gonna be. It, it was more cringy than funny.
1: <laughs> no, when I heard the no, is that
2: shamey? No, I was just like, oh I because remember <laughs> last week when you guys mentioned I was like, you know what, I gotta watch that. That has to be hilarious. And I watched it, I was like, Oh god, I wish I hadn't. Well, Usos put it down though. Yeah, well they they always do. That's what they do. That's one of their strengths. I mean they they got Xavier Woods to break character once, where he actually got like visibly shaken by what they had said. <laughs> Um so we'll get into a little bit of the weekly stuff. Ratings up a bit as Alo mentioned a little earlier. 16% I read. Is this just from Vince? I assume. So uh, so a couple things. One, I love how it's being touted as a big deal that their ratings were up 16%, but their ratings were up 16% from the lowest they've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they had an average rating and bumped up 16%. It's like worst ever, and you're 16% better than the worst ever. So you're, you're kind of working back towards... Either. Right, yeah. And their their ratings are down from where they were this time last year. Like, I don't think that they're cracking 3 million viewers on average a week. And when we started this <laughs> podcast, they were probably routinely between like 3 million, and million sometimes close to 4. And now they're like... million to 2.5 million, sometimes maybe getting up to, like, three. There definitely has been a drop-off, like, a noticeable one. I assume this is part
1: of why they're the McMahons are addressing it, but... And they kind of covered a lot of stuff that we've talked about, and they said they're going to fix it. I guess, again, they're listening to the show. Yeah. Talking about not giving the fans what they want, um... Letting the wrong people, the wrong element, take over the show. And they were going to fix all that and kind of make more superstars relevant. Um, They promised things. (laughs) And then they they gave gave out the same product. Yeah. So,
2: in the spirit of them listening to the show, first things first. I purposely didn't watch because they touted that Vince McMahon would be back. Because at the times when I've been most disillusioned, and they have brought Vince in, I'm like, sign me up. I'll watch Vince any day. But ultimately, it doesn't lead to anything concrete, anything lasting. So for me, I felt like I needed personally to say, you know what, not this time. You could bring Vince out there. I don't care what he does. I don't have any interest in seeing it because we've seen it before and we'll see it again. And then I heard... That they brought out Triple, they brought out Steph, they brought out Shane and said like, we got this guys, like it's back in the right hands. Like, do they think anyone doesn't know that it's been in your hands the whole time and nobody trusts you at this point? You have to do more than give me the McMahon-Helmsley faction to make me think in 2018 that you're going to make it any better. Um, It's 2000 all over again, Pat. It is, I know. It's been 2,000 all over again since we started this show. Um, But the other thing is, like, we don't really necessarily need new faces. We don't necessarily need new matchups. Yes, we We, do. But here's here's why I think this is not what we need. We've gotten that before. What we actually need from them is just to do a better job, to put in more effort. Like, the new faces isn't going to... It's not going to be interesting for a long time. If there's no story. The new matchups get old pretty quick.
1: If there's no reason for
2: them. Right. So what they need to do is not focus on giving us some call-ups from NXT or putting some people in the ring together we haven't seen. Just put in more effort into the damn show and just do a better job. Like, that's what we need. And that's how I feel is, like, I don't trust it. I don't – Lars Sullivan is not making me excited. No. You know, like, who else is getting called up that I saw? There's nobody getting called up. To, I'm like, "Oh, that person's going to make a difference."
0: Pat, I, I well, I'm not going to say make a difference, but I know you're going to love heavy machinery. It depends what they do with them. I enjoy them. That depends what
2: they do with them. But like, yeah, my thing is if they make them be a thing, and it's like real, they won't be a they won't be a thing. You'll like they'll be good the
0: first two weeks, and they'll be on main event at some time.
2: Right. But like, that's my thing is I need to see you deliver a product. That is worth my time Because Vince, Steph, Hunter, Shane You guys have wasted way too much of my time the last couple years You're not going to waste any more And if you do something that is worth my time I will start investing it again But like I'm not interested I'm not interested until you have done something Now I will give them a little bit of a break Because they do this whole thing on Monday And as we talked about I think before we came on the air this coming week and the following week are both tape-delayed shows. You know, Christmas Eve and Christmas, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. It's going to make it difficult for them to do something interesting and entertaining. Yeah, I mean, so I, I will go not see judge. now. Yeah, I, I won't judge happens. on the next two weeks. But
1: that the third being...
2: Week. Yeah, the third week. I'll mm. start... The, the clock starts ticking. Um, so, based on me not wanting to watch for those reasons, I didn't want to fall into the Vince McMahon trap. Was there anything that happened on Monday or Tuesday that made either of you think like oh they're actually going in a different direction? From my standpoint, not really. Again, on both
1: shows it felt like that. <clears throat> it it felt like the same product to me. I mean, again, they threw Naomi out there for for a title a title shot out of nowhere. I mean, I would like a little more build up or reasoning um that was kind of different. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm watching the same thing. I mean, other than that, it's just a rehash of the pay-per-view, essentially.
2: Yeah. Alo, anything that was legitimately – that felt different or felt like a, a corner might be turned?
0: I won't say felt different. I'll say I did enjoy. Now, see, this – now, I, I'm big on – like I said, I say this all the time. And I'm big on verbiage. And you kind of gotta listen to what they say because sometimes people take it saying they say this when they re- said this, but they really didn't say that. They said, for example, the whole Triple A versus Undertaker for the last time ever, one on one. They said for the last time ever, you'll see that one
2: on one. They didn't say,
0: yeah, you, you'll, that's the last time you see that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you gotta see him and Michael versus him and Kane. Mm-hmm. So, so about verbiage now. See, and they were talking about people having opportunities and opportunities. Don't always mean you're going to win a title. You're going to get TV time mm-hmm. or be in maybe bigger position. Now we you now uh, some of those opportunities. Nobody per spoilers. If you haven't seen them already, some of those opportunities weren't weren't uh, captured. If you if, if you know what I mean, but. I like what they did with Tyler Breeze because Tyler Breeze was coming off of his match with Ricochet for the North American title on the last week's episode of NXT. So I like the fact that they tried him out there. You guys know I love Tyler Breeze. So when he came out, I was blushing. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> if he the title, I might lose I, I, I it Because <laughs> I, I know Rollins is lurking out here somewhere. And the Revival, they were a big part of Seth's promo the week prior. They wanted the more <laughs> contenders match. And, it's, okay. and I, I love yeah, to I love how
1: relevant, uh, back into relevance a little bit. Yeah,
0: and I love how Shane said that uh, we're not going to do a boring mandatory rematch clause. You're going to have to earn it, and they gave the revival to tag team title match because of what Rawls had the week prior, and that validated them me, when it comes to the women's division, I personally wanted Sasha versus Ronda because I thought Sasha would have been the one to answer that quote-unquote open challenge. But I, I don't have a problem with it being Natty at all because that match, we haven't seen that yet. And I, and I want to see how that develops and how that actually go, develops also in, uh, also as a story. Joey hit on the Naomi versus Oscar match, which I thought was a really good match. I
1: thought that was, was really a really good match. I would just like a little more uh – reasoning or backstory not just bring her out uh out of all the names that you could bring out yeah kind of yeah. my gripe there that's the only thing i say I just, the match itself was great yeah, it could have even been like oscar giving a title shot to her buddy
0: yeah but at the <laughs> same time I don't, I don't mind what they did because we saw two open challenges basic kind of approach on monday so i'm not i don't have a problem with that at all and plus oscar versus naomi was a whole new matchup for us as a whole on smackdown they also integrate the tag team division like i said i just clicked past the title match on 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 Sunday, but then we got uh, Gallows and Anderson. They finally showed up for the first time in smacked that on SmackDown since August, which they addressed. And then after that match with the Usos, Sanity comes out, and we haven't seen Sanity in a long Never. time. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and like said, like I love Sanity. I think Nikki, Nikki Cross is the best one out the group, but she'll probably end up on end up on there because she's one of those new faces that's coming to the roster. But I would love to see Sanity versus. Gals Anderson
1: wasn't much. You see, wasn't much crowd reaction for Sanity coming out.
0: Yeah, because they haven't done anything. There's no crowd reaction for mostly anything anymore because they don't. They they, they march out the same stuff for, for how long? Like I was even thinking about how we were talking about how good SmackDown was from its inception of the brand split. It was good, but at the same time, they haven't changed much since, and that's why we don't look at it. That's why we feel so. Tired about it because like, look, okay, we've seen this how many times? You got to, they haven't changed with the times. Same kind of the same thing
2: with Raw. Yeah, and, uh, that's exactly what Vince said. This is why we've been on for twenty five years. <laughs> you yeah. change with the times. It's like, well, you haven't in quite some time changed. Yeah,
0: the and time. and uh, I love how Mustafa really got the victory over damn Bryant. I thought that was huge. He's now a part of the SmackDown Live yeah, roster.
1: He's the roster now. I didn't. I mean, they didn't mention that till this week because last week yeah. he had the match. You figured? Oh, he the you no, he's, he's officially a main yeah, roster. Guy. He's, yes, he's that's roster pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the whole aspect, and he pinned and he pinned Daniel Bryan. Which
1: so is, I, yeah, kind of a big thing.
0: Yeah, so I thought that was a, like a really big deal. Now, like 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 we said, it's not a like we said, it's not about winning the titles. It's about the, opportun- the opportunity the opportunity. The opportunity doesn't mean always win a championship. You'll get TV time. you you'll you'll, and you'll be put up in the spotlight. Now it's only one week in... Like we spoilers, spoils are out, so we know some things that have happened. It's so, like things will change throughout time. You have to give it give it a
1: chance. Yeah, you definitely have to give it a chance. And um, it's good to say, like Ron said, uh, we, we've been sold a bill of goods before. It's now it's time to put it into practical use to see if it actually kind of plays out that way. I mean, I'm not saying. I expect it to change every night, but I want them to build quality stories. I want them to make the tag team division relevant again, not just throw people out there every once in a while and say, we have a tag division. Um, kind of invest more in some of these wrestlers that get no TV time that we know are quality wrestlers just sitting back there collecting dust in your knickknack closet. <laughs> um, let's build some of these stories. Let's build some some of the some, something we can get behind. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's what I want to see. I want to have a reason to watch. I don't want to just watch because... Well, I have to talk about this on Wednesday, so I guess I have to watch it on Monday and Tuesday. I want to watch it because I want to watch it. And they have not given us a reason to want to watch anything. So, like, if you guys each had to pick, like, two highlights from Raw. I mean, we're not going to, like, break down the whole show. But, like, two highlights from Raw, what would they be? And, Joseph, I guess you can go first.
1: (sighs) Let a go first. All right. Highlights, uh. Oof. So, not a lot. Not even two. Yeah, right. you even just got to kind of think about it and kind yeah. of think back to yeah, the like, like, like moments that, that kind of pop for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I love that Tyler Breeze got the opportunity, so I guess I can count as one. And for a second, I don't think I really have a
2: second.
1: So, then, Joseph, do you have a first? I kind of liked, like you said, uh, we talked about it just some moments ago Mustafa Ali getting the pin on Daniel Bryan kind of shows you that, you know, this guy that's not Vince kind of guy is getting the opportunity to pin our champion. Um, and the other one probably be, again, just building more on um, Ronda Rousey kind of kind of was highlight for me. So looking forward to coming out and explaining why she did what she did. We had that kind of play out that way.
2: So she what challenged exactly? challenged the roster
1: and then they had that tournament for it. so it was kind of fun.
2: Oh, she basically challenged all the women, and that's why they had the gauntlet match.
0: No, oh, no. they uh, She issued an open challenge, and all the women were backstage yelling to the guy, Gorilla, play my music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then Steph came out and said, we're going to do a gauntlet.
0: Now, from SmackDown, I have things from SmackDown because uh, Vince was asking for, I mean, Miz was asking Vince for his blessing to team with Shane. After was that Vince Was fo-
2: at SmackDown?
0: Yes, yeah, interaction with the Miz. I thought it was that was great. <laughs> and uh, Corey Graves was on fire. Oh, R- you missed an R Truth bit because R Truth and Carmelo they teamed up to take on Miz and Mandy Rose. <laughs> and R Truth was like, "Oh man, Miz, I can't. I'm looking forward to being you and Maurice tonight." <laughs> and it, uh, and it, uh, Maurice hey. comes in. <coughs> Maurice slide. Um, not Maurice. Mandy Rose slides in. And uh, she gets kicked by Carmella, and then Miss slides behind Truth and ends up with the Crushing finale, and Corey Graves is marking out, oh my god, Manny Rose, what a great part of what what, a, what, the, what the ultimate sacrifice.
1: <laughs> so rude. Corey Graves loves him some Manny Rose. He yes, does. he does. <laughs> he really does. Well,
2: it was Eva Marie, right? It was. Yes. <laughs> the red goddess, but... Man, it is a real shame that story never got to play out.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That was so we good.
2: loved that for like the three <laughs> weeks that it was that it was out there. That was so good. It was awesome. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Um. So like, what else was there from SmackDown? <clears throat> that that was about it. It was pretty quick, quick and
0: straightforward. But wait, that that tag match took up I don't think almost a half hour. The last half hour of SmackDown. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> like you said, we said we talked about the tag team action that we had, Gallen Anderson versus the Usos, and Naomi versus Oscar. That took up a nice chunk of time too. So that's just that's most of it. Rusev cut an excell- excellent promo backstage against Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura came back with his own promo with clips of Rusev from from Total Divas. But that, that's about the whole thing of SmackDown.
1: So, so weird blue suits that
2: Shinsuke is wearing. Yes. <laughs> I, I read something that like made a comparison to what it looked like I, I wish I could remember what it was because that's just a uh, just bad dialogue on the show now someone said it looked like something
1: <laughs> don't remember who said it don't remember it's what surprised they we said. didn't cover your Why favorite TLC match um, Randy versus Mysterio oh. at all I mean wasn't that yeah, I fast forwarded <laughs> right through that <laughs> I did too
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing that could have happened in there that would have made me feel like you know what I should have watched that I don't care what anybody would have said yeah no. um, do you guys feel Obviously like we said The next two weeks There's not going to be much Do you feel like Heading into 2019 That they gave you A reason To be optimistic Do you believe That they know What the problems are And actually care What the problems are And care about Finding a solution Or do you think They've I mean we, we all know They've known the problems For a while They just haven't cared Do you believe They care now
1: I don't believe They care they did say that and kind of sell me that, and I was like, "All right, let's see, let's see. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that opportunity." But again, we've seen this before. Um, do I think they care? No. Do I think we'll see some changes? Yes. ALO, optimistic
2: or not really?
0: Yeah, I, I think they, I think they care for now because they want to get the ratings up because who wants to see their TV show keep going down to all time lows week after week. So then they care for now. And per spoilers, they are, they listened a little bit and they rectify kind of one thing, but that might turn to turn really turn to nothing because championships are just props basically. And also, I don't know if you heard, but reportedly Fox once SmackDown to be being, I think the three and a half million viewer range when it debuts on Fox so, I, I'm not sure if they're going. to I'm not sure how they're going to work that out. But
2: I think That's they're a like, to do. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> in but 10 I think,
0: <laughs> but I think like they're they're kind of desperate to get that rate, the rating for the ratings back up, and not at all time lows on a week to week basis. And like I said, it's about opportunity. Like, like even like they said, it's opportunity. Like even if they if they if your friend your favorite person's in, in the in the spotlight. That and doesn't have to, they don't win the title or something like that. That's still given an opportunity, and, and that's kind of all you want to see for, for, your, for your favorite guy is for them to get an opportunity.
2: So interesting, Fox is hoping to get a certain rating, which WWE is very far away from. It's almost as if it would have been smart for them to spend the last few years developing new stars that people care about instead of the same old names from 20 years ago. Almost like it would have been beneficial to make a star or two out of somebody who's actually on the weekly show. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, okay.
1: um,
2: do you want to get into listener questions or do you have anything else from the weekly stuff?
0: Uh, I don't have anything else. We're not going to get into your the PMP. The Inquiry. Yes, the first ever PMP <laughs> Indie Inquiry and this is my selection. Because I need to hear Joshua's reasoning for mm-hmm. his rating of this – well, his views of this woman. Mm-hmm. So not quite an indie, but we're this week we're reviewing – well, yeah, we, this week we we're reviewing Tessa Blanchard versus Taya Valkyrie from Bound from Glory for the Knockouts Championship.
2: All right. So do you want preps? Yes. First? Okay. So first things first, he says – how dare the commentators compare Tessa to Amanda Nunes. <laughs> um, I felt like Taya took 95% of this match and came across more like the star. This might have been a bad representation of Tessa for me. She probably comes across better as a heel. Taya is great, but I hate the braids. So oh, those were his notes. Yes. Braids those, were those,
0: those braids are terrible.
2: <laughs>
1: um, Joseph, do you had thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, kind of short, it seemed like in, in my in my point of view. I mean, but overall, it was it was a solid match between these two. Um, I didn't know much about uh, um, Tyler Br- Tyler Valkyrie. Tyler Valkyrie, I couldn't say about. <laughs> I wanted to say Valkyrie. for <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Um, seen Tessa Blanchard before? Uh, yeah, I again, I think. Valkyrie kind of carried most of the match, um, but there were some good spots in there, especially the the ending one where she hit like almost clear across the ring with the code breaker. Yeah, it's good. The off the top rope.
2: Halo, mm-hmm. would yeah. you like me to go, or would you rather go and save me for last?
0: Well, uh, this is your show. This is your segment, so you'll go last. Okay.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys know I love Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Uh. I was starstruck at all in because I was literally the way you are next to Joey, that's how I was at the bar next to Tessa Blanchard. When she was talking to her dad. And I didn't recognize and I didn't even notice it. I was like, Oh my yeah. god, it's Tessa Blanchard. She looks way better in person. But uh
1: She looked pretty good. She looked good. Good. But
0: like But I enjoyed, I enjoyed the match. I do agree. Taya took a lot of the a lot of the offense in this match. And I think she did look, make Tessa look like Tessa look like a star. I mean, um, this might not have been a good match for me to actually pick to show up Tessa uh, Tessa as, as her as a, from an in ring perspective and as a character. But you kind of got to give it to her for that uh, that halfway across the ring code breaker. Oh, yeah. I thought that, I thought that was it's great, hot. and her reaction to um, Taya kicking out of the DDT. I thought I thought that was great, and that referee. He 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 channeled his inner Earl Hebner because <laughs> who's worried about the ring apron at that point? Yeah, yeah. for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I thought. I thought. I thought, and I also thought there was a, a lot of like fast paced, hard hitting action in this match. But I really did enjoy this match, and uh, maybe maybe we'll revisit her one I forget, day. I forget what was yeah. called
1: that move from uh Valkyrie too was pretty nice. The one that um she hit on her her finishing move that she hit on her right before. Uh, uh, I, I forget apron. what they called it. Well, I, I forgot. I thought it was Valhalla. Called. Yeah, something something like that. that. Road to Valhalla, Mm -hmm. I
2: think is what it was. It is. Um, So, my thought, like, first thought, like, you're probably right. This was not, like, the best showcase for Tessa Blanchard, but it is clear that she is very good. Um, She has, like, an ease of movement and, like, a smoothness of movement that, like,. <clears throat> a lot of women you see don't have... Like, this is one of the, the big complaints I had with Shayna Baszler at first, was, like, everything was so slow and, like, overly deliberate. And it's, like, this does, like this looks like what I think people who say, oh, you know wrestling's fake, right? It's, like, what I, th- I feel like those people think wrestling looks like. So she's, like, very smooth in the way that she moves, which, which I appreciate. Um, I'm not sure what she has as far as, like... A character or a promo but like what you said about her reaction to the kickout that was one of the things I had in my notes like we see that like that reaction like very regularly now like you see it in almost every other match there's a kickout and the person just looks stunned or defeated I thought hers was like like a next level type of reaction it wasn't like the generic reaction you get from most people so that gave me hope of there's something more there than just in ring wrestling ability. There is some semblance of personality and performance that she has.
0: Yeah. Um, now, I, now, granted, you like you said, you haven't seen much of her from outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Now, what were your thoughts on her when she came out for her entrance? Because I think she just I watch so like I like she has the promo ability. She carries herself well. She carries carries herself very well. I just think I think she has star written all over her. I'm not sure what you think now, Grant. This I want your view, your opinion, just from like the entrance and the things that you saw in
2: this match. She has presence. Like that was also in my notes. Like you, when she comes out, you feel like she's somebody. It's not one of my big. Like, qualms with WWE is nobody feels important. It's just like, all right, go go out there. Like, do something. These people will like it. When she walked out, you felt like, okay, this is someone. Even if I didn't know who she was, I didn't know her name was Blanchard. If she wasn't the champion, if she walked out, I would know, okay, this is somebody. Uh, I, I felt the same way about Taya Valkyrie, too, though. Like, her look is kind of unique. It's funny that my first thought was like, I wonder if she has some relation to the Hart family. Not that she was related, but like, does she have some type of connection to them? And then they Ooh. said she's trained by
1: Lance Storm. Like, okay, well he's Canadian. Like, it's close he's enough. Yeah. They did sell a lot of news <clears throat> from her, as far as you know. Her her nickname was a white lo- loco lady, and yeah, her background and um, luchador wrestling mm-hmm. and things of that nature.
2: Yeah, she was like. She had presence, too. I thought she had a lot of charisma, a lot of intensity. Her chokeslam, whatever that was, was not great. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I could call it a choke chokeslam, um, but she definitely felt like she could be something. I don't know how old she is, so it's ah, she's,
0: uh, she's young. She, I think she's like 23.
2: Okay, so that that was one of my questions. If she's that young... She has a long way to, like, develop. Like, she could be a big star. Like, there's Ooh. a lot of room to grow. It's a high, high ceiling. And she doesn't have that ease and smoothness of movement that Tessa Blanchard has. Like, she can do some impressive things. Oh, you, oh, you mean T- how is Taya or yeah. Tessa? Yeah, yeah, Taya. Oh, okay. Give me a second. Yeah, oh, if Tessa's 23, there's obviously a long way for her to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm, like, wondering, is... is Valkyrie more of, like, a prospect? She's, she's she's 35. Okay, so she's older. So there's no she's nowhere hell. to go but where she is. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah, like, her movement, you could see some of it was a little bit labored or slow. But I did think that she was interesting. And I thought she was fun to watch. I did think the match was good. But, yeah, Tessa Blanchard, I definitely see the potential there. And I have no doubt that, like, if she wants to, within... Two or three
1: years, she'll be somewhere under the WWE umbrella. I just don't know if that's where she wants to be. Yeah, she definitely got a lot of feel and presence to her. She'd definitely come in tomorrow, and make a difference in the women's division. I mean, I could see her getting put into NXT and being right, right in there with the people
2: at the top.
0: Yeah, I don't think they offer her a contract. I, I read something that she was upset about that.
2: No, oh, really? Yeah. So it was. I assumed that it was more her not being interested than them not no. being interested in no. her. No, no. So that is her goal to eventually get there.
0: Uh, I'm assuming cuz she was, worked anyway. Cuz she worked NXT taping before she was in the first May Young Classic. So I, I I was shocked that she wasn't signed.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too. Now maybe that's a case of them saying, you know, she's pretty young, she needs some more work, needs some more seasoning. Yeah, which she clearly has gotten now. Um, I know she's in the gym all the time. She's very diligent about Her body and her work ethic So I know that that's something that will reflect well With Vince And Triple So (laughs) I wouldn't be shocked To see her there But no, I I see promise in her And I do see a presence in her That not everyone has So obviously there's a lot that goes into Being a star in wrestling Which that's stuff I haven't gotten The opportunity to see yet But I do see like the raw material There that she could be something that matters.
0: Now, uh, before we go to the listener question, oh, mm-hmm. by, uh, by the way, I, I have the nominees for the, sh- for the award show next week to go to too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Joey, are you? Is, is there anybody that's coming up? Because we saw the Heavy Machinery, EC3, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, and we already know Lars Sullivan's coming up. Is anybody
1: you're excited for? Of those names? Yes. I want to see how they use EC3. Obviously, I, I have some prior knowledge on him <laughs> watching Impact. Um, I thought he was good in that in that in that promotion. Uh, I haven't watched him a lot on NXT, but I mean, used the right way. I, I like to see how how he plays. He could definitely step into the main picture and be J- Joey. I'm
0: glad you said that because <laughs> I watched Impact, so I know yeah. I, I kind of had a feel for EC3. But when I see EC3 coming to WWE, you know what I see. What? I see Bob Lashley 2.0. Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> Bob Lashley 2.0. I,
0: I, I, I see. I see nobody caring. I see Ron and La- I, I. I see last listener <laughs> questions coming in. That hates so.
1: <laughs> all the way over. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I see. It. And it's not. And
0: it's not. it's not nothing as EC three. It's about what they're gonna do. Right.
1: Yeah, what they do with him? And we've had a mix of these guys come in, and some are great, like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. Some not so great, like Lashley and so far Bobby Roode. So, I mean, just because he's come from Impact and has that doesn't mean he's going to be bad. It all depends how they package him. It all depends if he's allowed to be the kind of character he was. I think he's got to come in as a heel, in my opinion, excellent heel, and play that kind of rich, snobby guy.
0: Yeah, because I, I can see it now. Me, you, and me, you and Prep defending him. And last, listener questions coming in. And Ron's going to hate him when he watches YouTube clips.
2: <laughs>
0: I see it happen right now. I, 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 I can picture it happening right now. You can see but it in the, the stars? I can see it far away. It's, it's right there it's in my face. I can see it right now. But uh, the person I'm looking forward to the most is Lacey Evans. I love Lacey Evans. The whole uh, – act like a lady gimmick yeah, like i love it
2: distinguished lady actor yes. whatever you want to call it
0: i love it and uh she's not one of those women that you got from the independent circuit that uh that has like a big following like this high work rate she's good in the ring but i think she has the character thing down packed and i think that they'll take to her pretty well in the main roster like i, I love the women's right and how uh, like I, th- I think after she wins, she uh take she has like a handkerchief, so like, she wipes her hands off or mm-hmm. something like, something like that. I love that, and I have like big expectations for her on the main roster. I I, I think she'll end up on Raw, in a I think EC three ends up on Raw too.
2: So EC three has a little bit of a leg up with me because he's not an indie darling.
0: Yes, then he I'm was.
2: Gonna, a WWE then um, I'm not going to want to just eviscerate every opportunity I get. I feel like he's not the guy that 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 crowd would like. So he has a little bit more of a chance with me than he would have otherwise. That's a
1: step in the right direction. Like
2: Bob Lashley, what he didn't have going for him was he was part of that like WWE era that like I didn't like. So he had that going against him EC3 while I'm not like a fan or super looking forward to him. He's at least not he doesn't have strikes against him immediately coming <laughs> He's in. He's starting on the level <laughs> playing ground. Yeah, and Lacey Evans, uh, I, I agree. I think she has, she has like a style to her, and like she's very distinct. Nobody else is exactly like that, so I, I do like that—that that there is like a character element and things that differentiate her from the rest.
1: And like you said, having machinery will be fun. It's just, in my opinion, right now the tag team division what tag team of it is kind of right thing, so.
0: yeah th- that will be a parody but ron would just pop for the worm
2: yeah which um, i'm which i'm fine with i, I you a, guys know i love to be entertained so yeah, a
0: 300 pound man doing a worm nothing yeah. more I'm, than i'm here you. for it <laughs> so so before we go to listen to questions we have the award show next week and mm-hmm. i finally go to nominees and i'm gonna call a laugh out on this because he pissed me off and <laughs> i because when I sent Joey the list of matches of the year to give us his top five, he picked all the matches that I
2: didn't need votes for. Right. <laughs> so he didn't so help ne- you at all.
0: No. So I needed a tiebreaker, and I go to Laugh, and Laugh gives me three matches that wasn't on the list, at that
2: specifically,
0: <laughs> off my list. And I'm going to preface what I'm about to say off of that. This is our list, and I don't, and I don't give a damn what's on
2: y'all list. I'll tell you that right now. I don't care. I I'm feel not like- hard to find. I feel, I feel like some I, – I love ne- that now I can notice when some of the Stephen A. Smith influence comes out in you. Like, really? I, sometimes I can detect like – not that you're trying to be like him, but I'm like that. this is a guy who watches a lot of Stephen A. Smith. Like, I, don't, I don't care. This is our, this is our list. <laughs> Email me. Matt Tiago Madness, Splitter. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Stephen A. things. They were talking about the Spurs being able to beat the Heat. Uh, Skip Skip talked about they didn't have an answer inside for Tiago Splitter, and so he goes Tiago Splitter. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that specific argument, uh, do, but no, I've never cause... forgot the way he says Tiago Splitter. <laughs> no, my my favorite one is a uh, Roshonestera. <laughs> Oh, my God. Because he he was terrible. I don't want to derail this show into a Stephen A. retrospective, but there's one more thing I have to mention. I have despised Stephen A. as an enemy of the process for like four years now. And all was forgiven when I saw him mosey into that bar (laughs) in Dallas with the Saints gear on the night they were going to play the Saints. I was like, all is forgiven. That's amazing. I think he even had like a piece of straw in his mouth. Yes. It was amazing. But then he even heightened himself more to me when last week, I assume you had to have seen this, when him, Max, and Teddy Bruschi were discussing the Chiefs-Chargers game that was going to be on whatever it was, Thursday night, Monday night, I have no idea. But everything Stephen A. said was like factually inaccurate. He, first thing he says, like, you know, I'm looking at Spencer Ware. And they're like, and Max Kellerman is like, Spencer Ware is out. Oh, that's right. I was mistaken. And then he follows it up. But I'm thinking Tyreek Hill. I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about for the San Diego Chargers, who are now the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm talking about for the San Diego Chargers. I want to see Hunter Henry and how well he's played all year. Hunter Henry hasn't played a game this year. And then he said, and he's going up against Derek Lewis, who or Derek Johnson, whoever it was, who isn't even on the Chiefs. Everything he said was wrong. And I don't know if he just didn't know what was going on. I don't know if this was a bit. I have no idea. But I was like, that's amazing. Everything he said was inapplicable to the game. So Stephen A. Smith has now become a legend to me. (laughs) I'm talking about Spencer Ware. Oh, he's out. Oh, you're right. Oh, god. <laughs> I was mistaken. I apologize. Oh god, <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. If you have not seen the clip, remind <laughs> me to text no, it to you I, after. I, I, I listen to it I listen to it at work. <laughs> so I, I catch that. Hunter Henry, the way he's played all year and just Teddy Bruski's face is just like, what is happening right now? And like that's what somebody said. I think Stephen A. Smith just broke Max Kellerman and Teddy Frisky. <laughs> so it, it
1: was amazing.
2: It I, I really don't know. I, I I don't even know if I ever want to know if it was on purpose or not. I just love that it happened. Oh god. Everything that came out of his mouth was just like <laughs> building on top of the last thing. It was amazing. So um, good. So, nominees.
0: Oh God, so good. But that but that wasn't that was not quite
2: I meant I really meant what I just said. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think you're doing a bit. It's just no, sometimes I, I can hear like I, I'm the influence dead I'm
0: dead serious because I already know I'ma get I'ma get people I, I will I will name names if you wanna hear names, <laughs> but I'm gonna get people complaining, oh this shit no, that match is better than my, I don't care. <laughs> Alright. So we're superstar of the year. Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Tommaso Ciampa, Seth Rollins. Becky Lynch. Women's superstar of the year, Charlotte Flair, Carmella, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss. Breakout star of the year, Adam Cole, Ricochet, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, Roderick Strong. Talking on this madness award, Carmella, The Miz, Elias, Tommaso Ciampa, Samoa Joe, Becky Lynch. Now, I put six on that category because I couldn't pick five.
2: (laughs) I think I'm going to do a write in vote for the winner. (laughs) You already know who I'm voting for for the Top of the Madness Award.
0: Uh, Other than the Matt Madness podcast, no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's who my write in vote would (laughs) be.
0: All right, so tag two in the air Undisputed Era, New Day, The Bar. Mustache Mountain or the Usos. Show of the Year. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Takeover New Orleans, Takeover Brooklyn 4, Evolution. Rivalry of the Year. Charlotte versus Becky, Alexa versus Ronda, Gargano versus Champa. You'll enjoy this one. <laughs> Samoa Joe versus anybody.
2: Ah, perfect.
0: <laughs> Velotine Dream versus Ricochet. Hmm.
2: It's a good
0: All one, right. too. Women's match of the year, Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Charlotte versus Becky, the last, last woman standing in Evolution. Tony Storm versus Mako Sakamura, the May Classic semifinals. Nia Jax versus Ronda at Money in the Bank. And if you guys want to go, it's three of us, so we can kind <clears> of <throat> agree, to, agree to this. I had the women's rumble as the final spot, but... I kind of feel that Charlotte versus the TLC match should take that spot.
2: Is that on agreement? Trance, how do you feel?
0: Yeah. I'm with it too. Okay, so that, that's a clean sweep. So Charlotte versus uh, versus Becky and TLC is the final match for the women's match of the year. Now, yeah, for the match of the year, laugh. <laughs> Charlotte versus the Oscar at WrestleMania. Adam Cole versus Ricochet take over Brooklyn for... Agent Stephanie versus Kurt and Ronda of WrestleMania, the Gauntlet match from Raw February nineteenth, and Almas versus Gargano from Takeover Philadelphia.
2: And that is it. Sounds like a pretty solid list of nominees. I look forward to like sitting down and looking at them and pouring over my notes and figuring out where I rank each of these things. Um, the Matty Awards. What is it? The third annual? Yes. Third Annual Maddie Awards. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Um, what, what did Laugh try to add? If I if I can ask.
0: Oh God, this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this idiot.
2: <laughs>
0: so mind you, th- this is how it work. Good morning, Laugh. Quick favor, can you give me your top five matches from this list? <laughs> no particular order. I need a tiebreaker for some of these. Roger. I,
1: re- I read that twice too. <laughs> I so, make sure from this list, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah.
0: Ricochet, Cole, Angle, Rousey, Angle, Rousey, Triple H, Stephanie, Rousey, Charlotte, Lesnar, Bryan, McIntyre, and Ziggler versus Andrew Rose and Rollins. Match, and I reply. Match is mm-hmm. on the list, please. I need a tiebreaker. <laughs> then I have two votes: Ricochet, Cole, and Angle and Rousey, and I just thumbs downed it. <laughs>
2: So he didn't add anything. He just said he only had a vote for two. No, he added three matches. Oh, okay. That's funny. Um, that weren't on my list. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to, to to finding out who the winners are this year. I feel like we had some surprise winners last year. I can mm-hmm. only assume we'll have some surprises this year. Uh, what about listener questions? All right. So I did get a question from Laugh. Okay.
0: Ron, while you try your best not to boo people, if you were at Raw Smackdown, would you boo Vince and company?
2: Yes. (laughs) I will make an exception for Vince and company. I would absolutely boo them if I had been in attendance in San Jose or wherever the hell they were on Monday. San Jose, I believe. Okay, yeah. They they would get booed, Laugh. Vince, Triple, Stephanie, and Shane – I would boo them because they are way more at fault than they seem to think we think Baron Corbin is. Like I know Baron Corbin is not actually calling the shots. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Joseph, you
1: just peeled away. The
2: <laughs> yes, Baron Corbin did not have any actual control. Uh, so yes, I would boo. Joseph, you don't seem like a guy
1: who boos much. Would you boo them? No, I would not. Okay, <laughs> fair. I probably boo Stephanie. That's about it. Okay, <laughs> but you wouldn't boo Vince. I'd pop probably for Vince. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, give Shane a little chance. I can see that. Although like he's Shane, not as high in my in my in my eyes, right? Right, now. but
2: Shane isn't as deserving of the booing as as the others are. Alo, I know you wouldn't boo Triple. No. Would you boo the rest? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else do we got? All right. So, champ,
0: mm-hmm. go the hell home. Mm-hmm. Or you'll enjoy this one. Or
2: work on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Very good one, Laugh.
0: Triple trying to act... Triple trying so hard to act cool. Okay. Switching titles on a recorded show. Okay. Or Christmas shoppers. Oof,
2: man. This is a tough one. All right, so it's... um, Titles changing hands on a pre-recorded show. Okay. So, uh, Champ... Go the hell home or work on Thanksgiving. And we have Triple trying to act cool, We have titles changing hands on pre-recorded shows and Christmas shoppers. Wow., uh, there, there like is no champ in this equation. <sighs> All right. So I like to always get the champ out of the way first. But I don't know if I can. This may just have to be a process of elimination. So I will start with working on Thanksgiving will be Christmas shoppers. (laughs) Because the two go hand in hand. I hate the idea of either one equally. Go the hell home is going to be triple trying hard to act cool. And... (laughs) <laughs> Champ, by process of elimination, <laughs> is going to be titles changing hands on a pre-recorded show. Because at least in this one instance, the one that we will see next week, it is some, It is a change that I actually am happy to see. So I would have rather seen it happen as it happened, but at least it was a change we saw and we've had some some good titles change hands on pre-recorded shows. So Laugh, thank you always for your very creatively named... Game for me to play. The Christmas shop, or working on Thanksgiving is a very good one to list the thing I would hate the most. And Christmas shoppers, I do hate more than anything else going on in
0: wrestling. Um, How
2: about Christmas traffic? Yes, I hate that. Really? That's awful. Especially uh, in Delaware County.
0: <laughs> All right, now we got a question from uh, the 20 by 20 wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. They ask Matt Jackson's... Matt, After Ring of Honor final battle, Matt Jackson stated that they'll be back in New York sometime soon. So with that being said, do you guys think that the Elite will run a show WrestleMania weekend?
2: I have no doubt that they will. I feel like that may be like their goal right now. Like that may be like the main thing that they want to accomplish is to have their own show in that area on that weekend. Now, it may not it may not happen, but my feeling is yeah that's what they want to do and I believe that's what they will do. No doubt in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah back.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't know where they will run it, but I have no doubt cuz takeover switch days from from Saturday to Friday. So it won't go so it won't go head to head with the new Japan show, mm-hmm. but I would not be shocked if they go against NXT, but it'll be in a smaller venue.
2: Yeah, I would be shocked if they didn't. So yeah, good question. Um are you ready for stump Alo? Yes. All right. In the 90s, <laughs> hailing from the South Pole, the million dollar man introduced us to the legendary I don't know if this is Santa Claus or Xanta Claus, X A N T A Claus. Maybe a typo, but I'm not I may be not remembering something. Uh, <laughs> while this gimmick was short-lived, Jonathan Reckner went on to achieve success as Balls Mahoney. At, at December to Dismember 2006, Balls Mahoney defeated which superstar by pinfall? Ah, uh, <laughs> let
0: me see. That is the worst wrestling show of all time. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. I owned it on DVD. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, it was it, it, it was terrible. <laughs> now I got to remember. I might have to go through the whole name, the whole roster. Uh, the whole roster. All right. Balls Mahoney. God. who the hell did he see? Was it Kevin Thorne? No. Okay. Oh, God. You said it was a one-on-one match, right? One-on-one match, yes. Now, if I roam through the whole list dumb, of every superstar, will, will that impress you or will I get points? or get I disqualified?
2: Mean, I'd be impressed if you could just name every superstar.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, – he wasn't there yet. He was still in TNA. So I, I can actually kind of name you the whole – I might be able to name you the whole car. No, no, no. Mike Knox and Kelly Kelly took on uh, – actually, pull this up. Okay. Hold on one second. It's
2: December to – December to, dis- to dismember 06.
0: Yeah. I can give you the – I can give you almost the whole car. I got it
1: right here. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So, the first match was the Hardys against Eminem. Uh,
1: Wasn't the Mike first Nox- match?
0: Well, I n- think that's, that's kind like a pre-
2: heat show. or a pre-show. Yeah,
0: yeah. the first match was Hardys versus Eminem. Uh, Mike Knox and Kelly Kelly took on Kevin Thorne and Ariel, I believe. Am, am I right there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Elijah Burke and Sylvester Turkai. Wow. Who the hell did they face? I think they faced FBI. <laughs> <Yeah>. the FBI? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh Balls
2: Mahoney, who the hell did he fight? Gosh. It was so terrible. It's, it was the second match on that card. Really? Mm hmm.
1: Stipulation match, too.
0: Well, in the, the, the extreme limit the chamber, that was Lashley, Tess, Hardcore Holly, uh, RVD Punk, and Show. So that's six right there. He didn't face Sabu. Um.
2: Gosh. (laughs) Isn't bum? Not a bum. Depends how you view it. Like, he—it's like a known name.
1: Wasn't dreamer. Hmm. I think it's too mainstream.
0: Was Mahoney yeah. you say he won
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> laugh me get me again so I'm at two percent here so I'll give you I'll give you a hint it was a stipulation match. If we told you the stipulation, you would know who the person is. Yeah. Okay. Like, it it would give away who it is. So, does that help you at all? Does that jog anything loose? Okay. No. I'll tap. Okay. It was a striker's rules match.
0: Oh, match (laughs) striker.
2: Were you anywhere close to him? No,
0: I forgot all about it. Because, see, I was trying to think of who was in the New Breed. Because they had a stable called the New Breed, and Matt Stryker was in it. I was trying to think of guys who was in that, uh, that stable because it might have been one of them. But he was the one guy I didn't remember.
2: So, stumped, but you did name, I think, the entire record the <laughs> card. So, I'm always impressed by that. Um, oh, the
0: worst show of all time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Pash, I'm sorry, but, uh, but but I was looking at Mar- I was looking at Elijah Burke. I was looking at Marcus Paul,
2: at- <laughs> Hunter Henry, and what he's done this season. Spencer Ware, <laughs> Derek Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> Tiago Splitter, <laughs> one of my favorites. Tiago Splitter, and he said it like 15 times. Uh, Stephen A, a true legend. Um so I guess that's the show. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, leave a five star rating and five review. Star, five star, five star. Correct, as Booker T once said. Um Joel Embiid, come trust the process with us. LeBron, throne is, is open uh, for you as always. Alo, would you like to move some merchandise? Yes, what a maneuver Annette, to embrace the madness. All right, so for Mr. Sexy Punta Cana, then now forever, All Systems Joe, CK it Joe Rodderville. that's on first one. <laughs> yes. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo, the ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery Jr., and we will see you next
1: week. the top rope, elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. It's a Superman, it's a Summer Slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my boss. Shut the McMahon. It ain't shake the land off the cell Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all can awesome, smell.